This is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Rural banditry in the northern Nigerian state of Katsina, Kaduna and Zampara has not only reached alarming heights in recent years, but also extended into neighboring states. Bandits terrorize villages with impunity and villagers flee their farmlands out of fear and a strong quest for survival. One of such cases is the recent mass migration of farmers and villagers from Kuchi village in Piakoro local government area of Niger state into the capital, Mina. Why are they fleeing their homes, farmlands and businesses? I spoke to a farmer who fled his home in Kuchi. My name is Isa Imam Kuchi. Okay, Mr. Isa Imam, where are you currently? I'm residing at Kuchi. Presently? Yes, presently. Presently, I'm now in Minatunga. Why are you in Mina? Because of the bandit. What were you doing when you were in Kuchi? When I was in Kuchi, I'm farming. I'm Kuma, I, 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 I sell blouse. Blouse, like clothes? So what kind of plants were you farming? Oh, I, used, I used to plant, oh. Uh, which type? Which type I of? Is it rice? Maize. Eh? Maize. Mm. Maize. Oh, rice, okay, yam, so, and beans. Okay, so now that you have left, what has happened to your farm? I'm not doing, I, I'm not, I'm not at Kuchi, at Kuchi now, now, presently. I'm in Mina. Okay, so what's happening to your farm now? We migrated to Mina here. Last year, the same thing, and this year, the same thing. Is it only you that move, or your friends are there too? All the town, we left Kuchi. Nobody in Kuchi now, presently. The entire community left Kuchi because of banditry? That's it. So where are they now? Where are the other members of the community? Some people are in Kuta, mm. Gwada, Serikin Power, and Tungangoro, here in Mina, Chanchaga, Lapai, Pida. Okay. So you're saying if I go to Kuchi now, it's empty. There's nobody. No. Uh-huh. So what's happening to Yupu's business and your farm now that you people have moved to Mina? We are not doing anything. So how are you feeding your family? So our relatives are helping us. Well, we want the government to help us now with security. That was Isa Imam, a farmer and a businessman who fled his home as a result of bandit attack. The effect of banditry does not just hit the affected community. Neighboring communities also face cases of overpopulation. Bashir Mukta, who lives in Gwada, tells us how attacks on neighboring communities has affected his own community. Let's listen to him. I did not relocate from Kuchi. I'm from uh, Gwada. Okay. Yesterday, uh, all the aspects of Gwada community mm. were then raided by these people yesterday. <laughs> They, these people, these people, they raided uh, all those asked for for about four to five hours yesterday before this uh, local vigilante and some joint task force came in. But because um, before they did that, those people they've already, they've already done a lot of damages. They were even stopping cars, collecting money. They were going out with uh, people's animals. You understand? They were they were shooting sporadically. So because of this, most of these people ran into your community. Now, presently now there was. A, there was high tension, and again, although the our own community were not being raided yet, okay. you understand. Okay. But all the outskirts were being raided, and majority of those who were in the outskirts were presently now in our community. So when you go there now, it was just like a, what would I even call it? It, it was just like an uh, IDP camp. Your community. You understand? Yes, it was just like an IDP camp. Because people were everywhere. You thought maybe the place is just a camp, uh, uh, a market. These people left their farmlands and their businesses just to run for survival. And everything. Including everything. the farmers and the business owners. Everything, even their properties. Not only the farmland, even their properties. It was very, very terrible. I wish you can be, I wish you can be there no to problem. see for yourself. 
You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We'll be going on break. Do stay. The first episode of our weekly podcast, The Bearing, went live. In the past one year, we have produced 55 episodes and 208 episodes of Nigeria Daily. Here are short clips of our previously aired episode that you should really listen to. On Nigeria Daily, on October 21st, 2021, we looked at how insurgents took over 500 communities in Niger State. So what efforts? Did they, did they talk about any efforts they are putting in place to at least prevent the further encroachment? Yes, sir, uh, yes the government, in collaboration with the local government, are doing their best to ensure that uh, they meet the situation from both. That was Abubakar Akoti, our colleague in Niger State. You know, even the kidnappers is divided into three types of kidnapping. We have random kidnapping, we have conventional kidnapping, and we have professional kidnapping. Among the kidnapping we have in Nigeria, oh, it yes. is clearly showing that even Abuja is no safe. The federal capital of Nigeria is no safe. Meanwhile, on our weekly podcast, The Bearing, in November 2021, we had a three-part series on the extinction of our mother tongue. My name is Mansura Isa. I'm an artist. I have some words that I can't even pronounce in Hausa. Does somebody <laughs> want to tease me and say Mansura Zuna? Kiche Kaza the Hausa language has done so much for me. Well, from my mother's tongue, I'm not really fluent in speaking it. That's Hausa language. I can. That's because I'm not fluent in Yoruba language, so I just, I rather not speak it. Oh, my little This is our home. So I'm not very good with the language. I'd love to teach them, you know, aspects of it that I understand. Kubilaji. <laughs> Good morning. They don't even know when they say uh, Onyaradao. How well do you speak your mother tongue? <laughs> to listen to these and more episodes, search The Bearing on Nigeria Daily on dailytrust.com, bossprout.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're looking at how banditry has caused massive relocation of farmers from their villages and how this will in turn affect food production. Before we went on break, we listened to a farmer who shared his tale on how he fled his farmland as a result of banditry. With farmers fleeing farmlands, what is the fate of food production in Nigeria? Belkisu Ahmed puts this question and more to an agriculturist. 
Uh, my name is Professor Mohamed Faguji Ishiaku, the Executive Director and uh, Chief Executive Officer for the Institute for Agricultural Research of Ahmadu Bello University in Zaria. It will certainly affect food production to the extent of the number of farming families that would need a contribution to the production of food in the system. More of such farmers migrate or abandon farming for any reason, uh, including that of insecurity and some other causes, mm. it reduces the amount of food that can go into circulation. So mm. therefore, it might uh, translate into, uh, from a mild level of food insecurity to a very high level of insecurity depending on the proportion of uh, farmers that were in, invalidated from participating in food production. Okay. So, sir, what does this mean for the economy? Uh, it, it it also means that uh, they, it is going to reduce growth accordingly mm. because um, cultivation is one of the productive sectors of the economy which produces food and also raw materials for a number of industries that depend on agricultural products. That means both our industrial sector and also our local economy is going to be impaired mm. negatively. Okay. So, sir, as an expert, what is the way forward? How can this be tackled? Well, there are two options, in my opinion. Mm. One is to encourage other parts of the country that are not bedeviled by the negative factor that is forcing the Niger State or any other farming communities from abandoning food production, uh, such that the gap that is created by their non-participation can be uh, taken up and be made up for by other farmers in, in other parts of the country. That is one option. Mm. Uh, the second option, which uh, seemingly is the most difficult one, okay. is to ensure that all the causes of insecurity and all other discomfort that makes uh, people to to turn away from food production should be taken care of. For example, those farming communities should be secured mm. so that they will be able to practice their agricultural activities and in that. So this, these are the two main options for us um, locally. The third one, which is the most bitter one and very retrogressive one, okay. is to import more food mm. from abroad, mm. which I, in my own personal opinion, have never will want to prescribe that mm. as a solution to our national problem because we have the internal capacity to produce enough food and even export it. Yeah, but our internal insecurity is making us like incapacitated to do that. Yeah, that, that is why I said is uh, we can redouble or triple production in, the, in such areas where insecurity is not a problem mm. so that uh, the the loss from the insecure communities can be made up by this tripling of food production. Uh, but I'm sure to be able to do that, it will require some tripling of effort by government and those responsible to achieve that. And the other one is to ensure that this insecurity itself is dealt with decisively so that agricultural activities are not uh, hindered. 
That was Professor Mohamed Faguji, the Executive Director of the Institute of Agricultural Research from Amadabello University, Zaria. We must remember that agriculture is the heartbeat of our nation, and for the heart to keep beating, the safety of farmers should be ensured. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production. You can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossprout.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you could reach us via our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Music.